Welcome to a Friday, June 22nd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. We'll start off with Aquaman, more Aquaman, and of course from Entertainment Weekly, who has a ton of articles recently. And it was Amber Heard talking about Mira's role in an interview with them. And so a lot of interesting things, some not as interesting, but some good stuff in there. Uh, she was really excited. She said this before, but she's that she gets to play an equal character. And she specifically mentions the start of the New 52, where you know she shows up and Mira shows up and somebody asks if she's Aquawoman. And yeah. she liked that. She said, no, she has her own name. She's her own character. And I thought that was really cool because we've talked in the past how Mira is really her own character and a great character with or without Aquaman. Yeah, and it's, that's something that they brought up quite a few times. And yeah, that's what makes it so awesome is she is a really, really powerful character. And they're not going to shy away from that power or the, the equal footing that she has with Aquaman. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that they're still talking about that. And I'm, I'm excited to see how it plays out in the film. She also notes that Mira was raised by Atlanta in the movie. So Arthur's mom actually raised her, uh, but not, although she didn't raise Arthur because he was on land. So I think that's interesting and that will add a more personal touch because she'll she'll have some history with Arthur's mom and, and know a lot about her and be able to share. So I think that adds some rich history between the two, even though they've barely met. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mira, she also describes Mira as kind of the opposite to Arthur, who is unsure of himself and the purpose. And she's very sure, you know, from what little we've seen of her, she's very sure she knows what's going on. She knows what she's doing. And Justice League, or the film will be about how she has a bit of a negative view of the surface world. And she will have to learn to become more human while Arthur will have to become, you know, more learn about the Atlantean ways and become more Atlantean. So they almost sort of meet in the middle there one on they're on two extremes and they meet in the middle right and that's i think that's something that i'm really excited for in the film is that those battling ideologies of the surface world versus the not surface world and you know what's more important and how you balance the two um and have peace between them so it it's cool that the two kind of heroes of this film are going to have opposite views on that and like you said have to meet in the middle compromise somehow and and learn from each other Right. And Momoa has talked in the past about how his journey, he's a man of two worlds and he will have to merge the two. And that will be important to keeping the peace between the surface world and the underwater world. Right. (laughs) Uh, Mira is going to have hydrokinesis and, quote, not just making bubbles. So like the air bubble we saw in Justice League, obviously we'll get to see her do show off a little bit more of her power set and skill set and how she is unique and different from some of the other Atlanteans. Yeah, and I I know that a lot of people didn't like what they saw in, in Justice League. I didn't think it was that terrible, but obviously a lot more time and creative effort, I think, is probably going to be going into um, the underwater scenes. And so I, I'm not at all worried about that. I think that James Wan's going to uh, do a really great job with that. Well, there was brief stuff in Atlanta, so we didn't get to really get a full view of her character or anything like that or the world. So, And she talked about how... Justice League just showed a brief glimpse and introduction to her warrior side, including her warrior costume. And obviously with Aquaman, you have more time to focus on the character and that will reveal more, including more of her personality and more of her costume. So she's not just going to be wearing the the Justice League armor all time. So I'm very excited to see more from this film, a trailer and see more of Amber Heard and Jason Momoa in the movie. Yeah. And it, you know, it sounds like she's going to be a really well-rounded out character with, you know, more complex, not just a single note. And so that's good. That's that's something, obviously, that you want in your characters. 
Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, the CW has announced premiere dates for the fall 2018 TV season. So they're all going to debut within a couple weeks of each other, although not all in the same week. The Flash will debut Tuesday, October 9th in the 8 p.m. slot, and uh, Black Lightning will be immediately following at 9 p.m. So they're on the same time. Supergirl, we talked about, had moved to Sundays at 8. It will debut the following week, October 14th. I kind of like Supergirl and Sunday at 8, I guess just because Lois and Clark I know is there Sunday at 8. So it almost feels like Sunday nights should be Superman family time. Yeah. Arrow will debut the next day, Monday, October 15th, and that is going to be actually at 8 p.m. So Arrow is going to be on Mondays at 8, and DC's Legends of Tomorrow the following week. It gets a late start Monday, October 22nd at 9 p.m. That will be following Arrow once Legends starts back up. And iZombie, of course, is a mid-season replacement. Yeah, and it obviously Supergirl's just now wrapping up. The other shows have just wrapped up, but it's really not that long until October. It's not that long that you have to wait for some of these shows to come back. It doesn't seem like that long of a break. Right, so it's, it's just under four months away, I yeah. guess. So <laughs> it, it's a bit of a break, but I think it's it's fine. Uh, and last up, DC Comics has announced a partnership with Walmart for exclusive original comics that will begin in July. So they're essentially going to have stories on Superman, Batman, Justice League, and Teen Titans, all called Giants. They will be, there's some real talent, uh, some top talent. Brian Michael Mendes is going to come on for a Batman run at some point. Tom King's going to be doing Superman. Dan Jurgens, Jimmy Palmiotti are going to be involved. So it's interesting. They're going to be 100 pages exclusively in Walmart, and they're going to be 4 99 and it will essentially have one new story and then three reprinted stories from normal comics. Yeah, it's. I'm not a huge uh, shopper of Walmart, but I will definitely head there to check these out. It's, I don't know, it's a good way to make money, but I don't. I don't think it like. I don't think they have to put Walmart or anything in their comics or anything. That doesn't really change the story. So it's just <laughs> right. it's cool. It's cool. It's a cool opportunity to get new stories with some big talent, like you said. Well, yeah, and it's a smart to get comics in places that they aren't always in they're not in right as many department stores grocery stores and drug stores like they used to be so this is smart i know i've seen maybe comic book shops would be disappointed with this because they're not getting something they can't get but i think best case scenario this introduces a few people to the world of comics a few young kids to the world of comics and then they search out for comic shops and want to read more comics which is kind of what dc comics goal is for this Right. And, you know, comic sales are up from what they have been, but they're still nowhere close to what they used to be. And so, like you said, getting them in front of more people, getting more people interested in them, that's a that's a very good goal. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow.